This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Where's so we're going to try something that uh, we haven't ever done before. There's a remarkable teaching of Rapinchas Karatzer, who writes that while sitting on the floor on Tishabav, one should take the Hizdamnut, one should take the opportunity to pray for any of one's needs, be it in any particular area, a person has a Tzorach or a Chesaroin, that the Riban Shem should be male Yemalei Meshaloisav Latoiva. We'll try to understand why exactly sitting on the floor on Tishabav is this an Ace sign, an opportune time to daven for one's needs. If you examine the first ois of Kinos that we say Tishabav morning, the first letter we say in back to Kinavav is a Samach. Samach. Kinos begins with Samach. It doesn't. It begins with Shin, Shavas. No, it begins with Samach. Why is that? Because Rabbi Lezer Kaler composed the first kina based on the seven Aleph bases of Echa. Echa has five prakim. Parak Aleph is the Aleph base. Parak Bez is the Aleph base. Parak Gimel is three Aleph bases. Parak Dalit is the Aleph base. And Parak He is random letters. But they're 22 psukim. So even though it's in a random order, the letter that should correspond to Samach is a Shin. So if you look in the first Kinnah, first you have a Shin that corresponds to the Samach, if it would have been in order in Parakei, and the first six, seven stanzas are all Samach. And Rav Pinchas Karatzer wants to know, why does Kinnah begin with the letter Samach? Furthermore, he wonders, we have a very strange practice. We have three weeks of mourning, leading up to the nine days. The nine days is like Avelos, it's like the week of Avelos. And then Tishabav is like the Yom HaMisa. <coughs> and then Tishabav afternoon is when they literally set fire to the Beis HaMikdash. It should be the most intense form of mourning. And what do we do right when the Goyim are about to set fire to the Beis HaMikdash? We get off the ground and we sit on the bench. It's counterintuitive. The whole three weeks is leading up to the most intense morning, and here it is when the guy are about to destroy the base of we book. We're out of here. We ready to get up. And we say, Psukim of Nechama. Says Rav Pinchas Karatzer, if you have a piece of pig, is there any way that one is permitted to eat a piece of pig? Yeah. If that piece of pig falls into your chicken soup, you could eat it. It's bottle be samach shishim. It's bottle be shishim. Says with Pinchas Karatzer. The Gemara Bracha says Ashri is written by the order of the Aleph Beis, Aleph Beis Gimel Dalad Hey. One letter doesn't appear. The letter Nun Machuscha Machuscha Lemim Shadu Chol Davadar Soimech Hashem Lachanayflim. Says the Gemara Brachos David Amelch did not want to allude to the Nefila of Klal Yisrael. Nun is Nefila. And even though he didn't want to allude to the nefila, he immediately supported it. So even though it doesn't say nefila, but David supported the fall that he didn't want to mention. Nun represents falling. Samach is the support. 
What is a miracle? A miracle is when a person's in a jam and has a nefila, a nun, and Hashem comes immediately with a samach to support him. Nes, says in Pinchas Karatzer. What's a miracle? The nefila, the ultimate downfall, and the Yivan Hashem comes immediately with the samach. Samach is a support. The support of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's why, what's the ultimate downfall? Dvariser. It's nafal. It fell. But in a samach, in shishim, it's bottle and it rises again. Samach is the ultimate support. Says with Pinchas Karatzer, that's why as soon as we say Eicha, and we talk about the downfall of Klai Yisrael, the first ois of the kinos is the ois samach, Hashem immediately supports us. That's why right after we get off the floor, we get up right away, because once we fall, Hashem comes to support us with the samach. And therefore, in the state of nefilah, sitting on the floor, is the most opportune time to be zoicha for the support of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that in the state of nefilah, the Yiban Shalom can come and support us immediately. Because just when the nun comes, is when the samach supports us. Says Pinchas Karatzer, being noifel ba'aret, sitting on the floor, is an esrod sign for one to be mespalel l'chol tzarcheyem. But what should one daven for? <coughs> Many years ago I heard the following story. So there's a little kid, and he's jumping on his parents' mattress back in the village, in an old village. He's jumping on this mattress of hay and grass and cotton, and he's jumping, 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 and out of the mattress flies pictures, pictures of the czar. And the kid, he loves the czar, and he sees these pictures are floating in the air after he jumped on the mattress. They're just floating, and he sees the czar floating, and he's besimcha rabba because he idolizes the czar. But then those pictures fly off, and they go into the candelabra, and they go up in smoke. And the child is crying that his pictures of the czar have been destroyed. Just then the mother comes in, and the mother sees these pictures that flew out from under the mattress, have gone up in smoke, and the mother says, Oh no, our life savings, all the money we put away for the last 50 years is going up in smoke. You know how hard we had to work to be able to save up this money, and now all of our money is going up in flames. And where was the father at the time? Father was off in the field, father was plowing the field, and just then, the officer of the king calls out, does anybody have 500 ruble to lend me? I have an amazing once-in-a-lifetime offer. If anyone lends me 500 ruble, I will award them the biggest palace, the biggest forest in the region. And the father realizes he has 650 ruble stowed away under the mattress in the room. So he comes darting up to the room. And he runs in the room and he sees his boy is crying and his wife is crying. <coughs> And he sees all his life's earnings up in smoke, and he too joins them in the crying. But he's not crying that the pictures of the czar are burning. He's not crying that his life savings has gone up in smoke. He is crying that the opportunity of a lifetime has been lost. He will not be able to lend money to the officer and be awarded this great forest. Says Harava Vigdor Miller, Zechasak Vavracha, many people sit on the floor on Tishabav and they cry and they mourn and they have sorrow, and they sit ba'avelos. But there are many things to cry about. One could cry over their personal circumstance, their parnasa, their family, their personal situation, 
And that's also worthwhile to cry over. And it's an Esrat zone for that as well. A higher level is to cry for the state of Klal Yisrael. Klal Yisrael, the Chomakai Meshahim, are in a very precarious situation. Even in the United States of America, people always said, United States of America will stand forever. No one will ever conquer the United States of America. Nobody ever conquered the Roman Empire either. The Roman Empire was never conquered. It imploded from within. There was disillusionment with the papal leaders, there was disillusionment with the government, and the society just crumbled from within, which is exactly what we see today. So, people could cry, we could cry, for the state of Kal Yisrael. But says Moshe Yisharim, quoting Tanad Ve'eliyahu, Kal Chacham Mi Yisrael, Shemisaneach, Al Kvoidon Shal Yisrael, V'al Kvoidon Shal Hashchina, V'al Shal Yisrael, Sheyigalu, V'sheyigadlu Kvoid Shamayim, Zoycha L'Ruach HaKodesh B'Dvarav. The highest madrega of mourning is not for one's personal circumstance, is not for even the persecution that Kal Yisrael endures, is to try to feel the tsar of the Shechina, and the covet of the Shechina will only be magnified with the covet of Kal Yisrael. The highest madrega of Avelos for Yishalayim is to mourn for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to elevate the honor of Kal Yisrael, the honor of the Torah, and of course the honor of the Shechina. And maybe we'll take a few moments before we start the next Kinnos to take advantage of this Ace Ratzayin, to be misabel on what we need to be misbalo for, be misabel on the state of Klal Yisrael, on the state of the Mikdash, we shall be zoicha, sheyibane b'mher v'yaminu, amin. Okay, this kinah begins the last group of the kinah service. The kinah service ends with a group of ten kinahs, ten piyutim that are known as the tzioin kinahs. All ten kinnas, with the exception of one, begin with the word Sion, and they're concerned with the fact that Eretz Yisrael is the chosen land of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Kinna was written by one of the greatest all-time Paitonim, Rabbi Huda HaLevi. Rabbi Huda HaLevi was the greatest in merit and distinction, says the Rajma and Tshuva Tafir Ches, of all the Paitonim. He was born in Toledo in 1080, he was the Talmud of the Rif, and then the Rimagash. And aside from studying Gemara, Yehuda Levi became a master, master in literary style. Rabbi Yehuda Levi was in love with the land of Israel. He's the one who wrote the famous words, Libi b'Mizrach v'ani b'Soif Marav. That my heart is in the east while I am stranded in the farthest land of the west. There have been many pilgrims who traveled to Eretz Yisrael, Nobody expressed their love for Eretz Yisrael the way Rabbi Huda Halevi did. No Rishonim speak about Eretz Yisrael the way Rabbi Huda Halevi did. The Rambam in the Mar Nevuchim, he mentions Eretz Yisrael only once. Parakir Alf Ois Chavtes. Rabbeinu Rabbeinu does not mention Eretz Yisrael in the entire Chavis Havavos. However, Rabbi Huda Halevi expressed his passion in an entire, entirely different way in a poetic literary style. If you look on page 328, Who shall make me wings so that I, I might wander far away? Onid, Levisrei Levavi. 
I would cause my shattered heart to wander, bein b'sayroyach, among your shattered ruins. Apel la'api alei artzeich. I would cause my face to fall upon your land. Ve'ertze avonayich lemaoid. I would desire your stones very much. Ve'achoyne nesafaroyach. And favor your dust. What does Rabbi Huda Levi mean that he would would like to grow wings and fly through Eretz Yisrael. What does that refer to? What does that mean? The matter tells us in Dvarim Rabbah, in this week's parsha, Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu, go up to the mountain, look at Eretz Yisrael. You could see it, but you can't enter. So Moshe said, if I can't enter as a, a human being, let me enter as an animal, as a chaya who eats the grass. Hashem said, no, Rav Lach. Amar lefun of ribonisham ve'imlav. If you don't make me like an animal, hanach oisi boil mazek oif. Make me like a bird, so at least I could fly through the land of Israel. So that we see that Moshe desired to enter Eretz Yisrael even as a bird. Ask of Moshe. The Gemara in Soita says that Moshe wanted to enter Eretz Yisrael. Why? To be mekayim mitzvahs hatzuyes ba'aretz. So if he's a bird, he can't fulfill the mitzvahs hatzuyes ba'aretz. Says Moshe, from here we see the great spiritual benefit just of being in the land of Israel. Says Rabbi Yehuda Levi, Apel la'ape alei artzeich, I would fall on my face. Ve'ertze avonayich lemaoid, I would intensely cherish your stones. Every stone of the land of Eretz Yisrael is endowed with great kedusha and great holiness and great sanctity. As the Gemara says in Ksubis about Rabbi Abba, that he would kiss the stones of Akko. By the way, we mentioned the principle of Reb Tzadok HaKoyen, that every Agarit to Gemara is in a specific place for a specific reason. Which Masechta talks about Churban Beis HaMikdash? Masechta Gitin. Because when the Beis HaMikdash is destroyed, it's like we're divorced from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Which Masechta talks about the mitzvah of Yishev Eretz Yisrael, Masechta Ksubas, that's our attachment to, to Eretz Yisrael. In this week's parsha, Moshe Rabbeinu asks Hashem, Ebrana, Ebrana, please let me cross. It says the Paneach Raza, the word na is Gematria 51. Moshe said, I just want to go 51 amos into Eretz Yisrael. The Yardin was 50 amos wide. Just let me step one foot into Eretz Yisrael. What is so holy about the dirt of Eretz Yisrael? The dirt has Kedusha. Listen to this. Rabbi Yudha Alevi continues on the fourth line, page 330. When I stand by the graves of the patriarchs, and I behold in wonderment the choicest burial spots in Chevroin. Mount Avara, Mount Har, the resting place of Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron Koyen. Rabbi Huda Halevi is introducing the principle that what gives the dirt of Eretz Yisrael is its kedusha is the fact that the graves of our ancestors are in Eretz Yisrael. In fact, in Nehemiah, when Nehemiah came before the king of Paras to request permission to go to Yerushalayim, the king asked, Nehemiah, you have something against me? Why are you so sullen? Why are you so... Why, why do you have this 
bad look on your face. And Nehemiah said, why should I not be dejected? When the city of the place of my forefathers lies in ruin. In other words, Nehemiah is articulating the principle that what gives Eretz Yisrael its Kedusha is the fact that Avraham, Yitzchak, Yaakov are buried there. So many tzaddikim are buried there. Most of the Nevi'im are buried in Eretz Yisrael. How many Gedoim, if you ever went to Har Hazesim, Hundreds of all-time great Gedolei Yisrael buried there. That endows the land, the earth of Eretz Yisrael with Kedusha. Rabbi Huda Halevi then pens perhaps his most stirring words. Chaye neshamois avir artsech. A breath of life for the soul is the air of your land. Breathing in the air of Eretz Yisrael invigorates the soul with life-giving properties. As the great Mekubo, Rabbi Avram Azulai, the great-grandfather of the Chida, writes in the Sefer Chesed Avram, I was zoichet to be at his kever of the Chesed Avram in Chevroin. He says, just as the body requires oxygen, the soul requires a delicate and fine spiritual air. That is the land of Israel. Therefore, says the Chesed Avram, the land of Eretz soul is called Avira Da'ara. Avira, or Hashem, the light of God. The light of God is in the air. As we mentioned, the greatest contribution of Rabbi Levi was the work of the Kuzari, where he talks about how the king of the Khazars taunted him, saying, you Jews, you always yearn for Zion, you always daven for Zion, but you don't really mean it. So the author of the Kuzari took his own words to heart and he set out to the land that his heart yearned for. Upon reaching Damascus, facing Yushalayim, there is evidence that Yudah Levi recited this kinah. And when the Kloisenberger Rebbe was liberated and he was coming to America and the Hasidim say, what about Eretz Yisrael? He said, I'm going to Eretz Yisrael via America. And ultimately, when the Kloisenberger Rebbe was flying toward Eretz Yisrael, he recited this kinah as he was headed toward the Holy Land. Well, many historians believe Rabbi Yudha Levi only got as far as Egypt and never even reached Damascus. However, there's a tradition in the Shalshalas HaKabbalah or of Gedalia Ibn Yahya that Rabbi Yudha Levi reached Yushalayim where he fell on the ground, embraced the dust, and he was... As he was kissing the dust, he was trampled and killed by an Arab horseman. So I was looking in one of the Sfarim that delineate where different Gedolim are buried, and I discovered that there is a very strong opinion that Rabbi Huda Levi is buried in the north of Eretz Yisrael. And as I love going to the north of Eretz Yisrael, I started making inquiries. How can I go to the kever of Rabbi Huda Halevi? So I asked around, and they said, you can't, it's in an Arab village. I said, but it says in the Sefer that some people went there. They said, yeah, but we don't know if they ever came back. (laughs) So I asked around, I asked around, how can I go to the city of Kabul? Now, Kabul already doesn't sound, sounds like it's in Afghanistan, which pretty much it was. It was in an Arab village in the north of Eretz Yisrael, and I spoke to my friend Ephraim Schwartz, who now has an article on the Yated every, every week or every other week about... And he said, 
he happens to know someone in his town, which is Carmiel, who works in the, together with the uh, Arab police force in the city of Kabul, and he could get me escort. So I figured, okay, let's go for it. So, two summers, um, a year and a half ago, January, we went to the city of Kabul, and I won't do this ordinarily, check it out on TorahAnytime.com. We had Arab escort, we had Israeli police escort, and in the city of Kabul, which is a completely Arab city, there's not one Jew who lives in the entire city. <clears throat> we went to the kever of, who's buried there? The Ibn Ezra. <clears throat> Shlomo Ibn Gabriel. And the Navi Micha. And Rabbi Huda Halevi were buried there. We were Zorcha Tadam and Adas Kever. And if you can't, if we, I don't know if we're going to go again, but you could see it. Um, great clip on it. Anyway, this was Rabbi Huda Halevi, the great Oyev Tzioin, Tzioin, Haloise Shali, Lashloim, Asirayach. Kinalamidvav. Tzioin, Haloise Shali. Kino Lamed Ches, which will be the last kino that we'll be uh, explaining. Tzioin, Ateras Tzvi, Simchas, Hamaynayach. The Gemara Mesech the Tainis and the Aflamen of Beis makes an astounding statement, says the Gemara, Kal HaMesabel Yushalayim Zoycha Veroya Bishuasa. Anyone who mourns over Jerusalem will merit to see its salvation. Hafla Vafela, how can we say such a thing? There have been many, many tzaddikim, great people, who mourned and yearned for Yushalayim in the most heartbreaking way, Belevu Venefesh, and unfortunately, they were not zoicha to see the rebuilding of Yerushalayim. Says the Ritva, Rabbeinu Yomtov ben Rabbi Avram Ashavili. We all know in the end of days there will be a period of Tchias HaMesim. Says the Ritva, what we see from this Gemara is that aside from the regular Tchias HaMesim, that will be after the Yemais HaMashiach. In other words, first comes Yemais HaMashiach, then the Yemois Tchias HaMesim Be'acharis Hayamim says the Ritva, there will be a second Tchias HaMesim that will take place before Mashiach comes. VIP Tchias HaMesim. Not for everyone. VIP Tchias HaMesim will be for those who were Mesabel over Yerushalayim. Kol HaMesabel al Yerushalayim says the Ritva, Take it to the bank. It doesn't mean necessarily in their lifetime, but before Mashiach comes, those who are Mesabel will have Tchias HaMesim. Says Rav Shleim Abrevda, this Yesoid of the Ritva is enunciated on the seventh line in this Kena. Those who reside in their Kever await and yearn the day of your salvation, salvation, even those interred in their graves wait and hope for the day of your salvation. The Mekoinen is enunciating the idea of the Ritva. The composer of Kino Lamechas, Rabbi Lezer, the son of Ramosha Hadarshan. Who's Ramosha Hadarshan? Ramosha Hadarshan was the Rebbe of Rashi. Rabbi Lezer lived in Würzburg, Germany in the beginning of the 13th century. And he too, like Rabbi Huda Levi, expresses his yearning and longing for Tzioin. When we talk about the importance of longing and yearning for the Geula, says Rabbi Yaakov Emden in his Siddur. 
Rav Yaakov Emden, of course, the Chassam Soifer has dubbed as a Navi. Says Rav Yaakov Emden, If this would be our only sin, that we do not mourn for Jerusalem properly, that would be enough of a reason to lengthen our galas. Says Rabbi Yaakov Emdin, v'hi be'enai hasiba hakroiva hayoiser gluya atzuma v'chazaka. Then in my eyes, this is the strongest reason, the most compelling reason. L'chal hashmadais hamuflagais hanoirais asher matzonu begalos. Why do the Jewish people suffer in galos so much? Says Rabbi Yaakov Emdin, shaloi hisabalnu al yushalayim karoi. We forget about it like a mess. Says Rabbi Yaakov Emden, even on Tishabav, Who really mourns from the depths of the heart? How many tears do we shed even on Tishabav? One last thought, page 342. Four lines from the end. The scent of the kida and kane and other choicest spices wafted Adeir Timarim. Where is Ir Timarim? The city of Jericho. Bevoy Ruach Semanaich, where the fragrance of your spices reached. Af Halavim Asher Shoimim Sharim. The sound of the opening of the gates of Levim was also heard in Yerichai. Vegam Hamashoirim Shir Bepeh Im Korinanoich. The voices of the Levim also were heard in Yerichai. You could smell the Besamim to Yerichai, you could hear the closing of the gates to Yerichai, you could hear the Levim sing to Yerichai. What is this phenomenon? This is, phenomenon is recorded in the Mishnah, Mesech the Tamid, Mishnaches. The Mishnah says, Ten activities that took place in Jerusalem were heard, smelled, or sensed in Yerichai. Says the Mishnah, not, not only could you smell the Ketores, when they blew the Shoifar in Yerushalayim, you could hear it in Yerichai. You could hear it in Yerichai. Says the Ravid in his commentary to the Mishnah, was it that you could sense these phenomenon in that perimeter around Yerushalayim, a distance of Yerichai, says the Ravid, no, only in Yerichai you could smell the Ketores, only in Yerichai you could hear the Shoifar, only in Yerichai could you hear the Kohen Gadol mention the name of Hashem. Says the Ravid, it was Maisa Nisim. Why? She Yerichai Haisa Kemoy Yerushalayim. Jericho is like Jerusalem. Why? Says the Ravid, what was the first city that Yeshua conquered? Yerichai. And therefore, Yerichai is like the Truma of Eretz Israel, and it has Kedusha like Yushalayim. And therefore, 
Hashem made a miracle that the events of Yushalayim are sensed in Yerichai, so that people will be margish, the Kedusha of Yushalayim in Yerichai. In fact, in the Shas Tshuva, Zichroin Yosef, he says, if you look in the Sifri, it brings that when they were distributing Eretz Yisrael, I was just at his kever in Mad, in Hungary. Shalos Tshuva, Zichroin Yosef. He says that uh, if you look in the Tosefta, they made a deal that Yerushalayim was Nitzchak Veshvatim. Yerushalayim was divided among the Shvatim. So whoever, whichever Shevet would give up of Yerushalayim to build the base Hamikdash would get a compensation area of 500 Amas by 500 Amas in Yerichai, in the choicest part of Yerichai. Why is Yerichai compensation for Yerushalayim? Because Kedushas Yerichai is, is on par with Kedushas Yerushalayim. Says Shalos Yeshua Zichron Yosef, according to the Ravid, we understand that the Kedusha of Yericha is similar to Kedusha of Yishalayim, and hence these phenomenon were detected all the way to Yericha. Comes Shalos Yeshua's Tzitzeliezer and Chelak Yud. Chelak Yud, the Tzitzeliezer wrote in 67, dealing with all the issues that came up. He said, Isn't it absolutely haunting that during the Six Day War, simultaneously, with the news report that they reconquered Yerushalayim and took control of Er Kachenu, at the same split second, the report came out that they reconquered and took control of the city of Yerichai. And therefore says the Tzitzel something that, of course, nobody paid attention to, just like we would never consider giving away Yerushalayim, Yifei Noif Mesoyz Kala Aretz, we can never allow the city of Yerichai to slip out of our control. Kina You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.